Hey friend, Mike McCurry here. This is Bible Tracked Echoes. I'm so very thankful for the fact that you would join me right now. We are in the book of Mark chapter number seven. We're making good time. And if my plans come together, you know what they say about the best laid plans, but it looks like by the, the way I have it scheduled, we're going to get through the end of chapter number seven this week. We'll have gone through an entire chapter of the book of Mark in one week. That seems almost uh, too good to be true. Of course, um, in days past, we've spent entire week on one verse. If I'm going to make my goal, we'll see about getting through the book of Mark by the end of this year, we're going to have to pick up the pace. And so we'll continue that today. If you're listening right now, I would love to hear from you every once in a while, maybe once a month or so. I try to ask where are you listening from? What radio station? What city and state? And what time does your program play in your neck of the woods? I'd love to hear that. What what? Uh, maybe you have a radio network you listen to. Maybe it's on Spotify or YouTube or uh, Apple Music or wherever it may be for podcasts. I, Apple Podcasts, I should say. But text me if you would. I'd love to hear, especially, especially if you've never texted in before and told me. But if you have, I still want to hear from you. I want to make sure you're still listening in. Okay, text me at this phone number. You ready? 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309-316-7240. I want to hear from you. We've got exciting days here at BTI. I'm looking forward to what God has for us in the future. I'll tell you more about that in the coming days. We're in the book of Mark, chapter number seven. For the past, uh, let's see, it was Monday and Wednesday. We, we paused. We actually were going to make it through Mark, chapter seven, and we even took a day off talking about prayer on Tuesday. Anyway, Monday and Wednesday, we took about 13 or 14 verses each of those, maybe 10 on, on Wednesday, and we were talking about how traditions of men do not trump the gospel. Do not trump the Bible. Don't trump the doctrine of God. The Pharisees in Jesus' time, they had a real struggle with this. It really bothered them that they were not the arbiters of all that was proper. That they couldn't just make up things on the fly, even if it had no ties, no foundation, no grounding in Scripture. They liked being the boss. There's a lot of Christian humanists out there. You know what a humanist is? They think they, that that humanity, that we are the God. We are the sum total of what creation, about what, what, what the world is all about. And there's a lot of Christian humanists out there. What I mean by that is there are people that think we are God because if you take, they call themselves Christians, but they take this book and they cut out pieces they don't like and replace it with what they think. If this Bible See, I am a biblicist. At the end of the day, I want to be. I don't say this to my glory. I just want to be as close to what the Bible says. I want to operate my life. I want to do what God has for me. But the first place to look for what God has for you and me is in this book right here. If I don't like a verse of scripture, then I can't just take it out, take a little pen knife and cut it out like the king of old did in, in, in the Bible and decide I don't like this part. I can't do what Thomas Jefferson did. I believe he did the same thing. He had a Jefferson Bible where he took all the things he didn't like and he took them out of the Bible and he had a Bible that he thought was better. Friend, that's not how it works. You take the whole thing or not at all. And so I ask you to do the same with me. Today we're in Mark chapter number 7. We have read down, let's see, through verse 24. So we're verse number 25 here. Mark 7, 25. The Bible says this. For a certain woman whose 
young daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation, and she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, Let the children first be filled, for it is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it unto the dogs. Now this seems like a very mean thing to say, doesn't it? If I was writing my own Bible, I wouldn't have Jesus say this. But hold on a moment. Wait until we see what happens here. Verse 28. And she answered and said unto him, Yes, Lord. Yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. And he said unto her, For this saying, Go thy way, the devil is gone out of thy daughter. And when she was come to her house, she found the devil gone out, and her daughter laid upon the bed. Oh, what a thought here. What, what, a, what an amazing account. I hesitate to call these stories because oftentimes stories is equivalent to a fairy tale. No, friend, this happened. This lady, a Greek, Syrophoenician, came to Jesus. Can you imagine previous to this? Jesus was, uh, in verse 24, look at verse number 24 actually here, I apologize, I should have included this for context. Right before this, Jesus was talking to his disciples, explaining what to them was a hard saying. Verse number 24, and from thence he arose and went into the borders of Tyre and Sidon and entered into a house and would have no, would have no man know it, but he could not be hid. When word spread that Jesus was coming, uh, people came from all over the place, and a certain woman, we, then we are uh, ushered into the account today. This lady, she had a great need. Her daughter. I can't, can only imagine how difficult that must have been. Of course, loved her daughter. Wanted the best for her daughter. Not this this issue that she's having, dealing with an unclean spirit, that's not what this woman wanted for her child some years ago when she had first bore this child in her womb and given birth and, and nourished this baby. And she's grown up and a relative of mine, a little girl, just had her one-year birthday. Emmeline, if you're out there, it was about uh, three, four weeks ago. Emmeline, I'm talking about you. She had her one-year birthday not long ago. I sent her a little note and said, happy birthday to you the best way I could. But that's not, this sort of account is not what any wise or spiritual parent wishes on their children. Can you imagine how difficult it must have been the first time this child, she wasn't just acting out, she was literally possessed. She needed help and she heard about Jesus. I wonder how long she carried this burden of her daughter with her in her heart without the ability uh, doctors couldn't help. Shamans couldn't help the 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 uh, soothsayers of the day. Uh, they couldn't touch this. The Pharisees probably wanted nothing to do with her. She wasn't an Israelite, of course, so realized they had they wouldn't help her. And so, what does she do? She hears about Jesus. Oh, and she goes to Jesus. We could we could mine out for hours on this, but the, the phrase, the few phrases here, she says, "Yet the dogs, even the dogs." What an amazing thought. Eat the crumbs from the, from the children's table. So many different things to unpack, but one thought that as I first read this uh, not long ago in study for this uh, broadcast, it's, it kind of evokes to me a little bit of the 
um, the grain of a mustard seed, the faith the size of a, a grain of mustard seed. That's the kind of faith this lady had. She wasn't asking for the full meal. She wasn't asking for an all-access pass to the buffet. She was just asking for just a bare crumb or two. She realized that Jesus, who had been sent, of course, his people, genetically, if you will, on his mother's side, and God's people were the Israelites, were the Jews. And what happens? She says, I, I realize that, yes, Lord, but even yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. Oh, and that impacted the Lord. I wonder if it reminded him of elsewhere in Scripture where this centurion, very likely not a Jew, came to Jesus and said, I have a servant at home sick and I need your help. And Jesus said, well, I'll come to you. And you know what the centurion said? You don't have to come to me. You don't have to come to my home. I'm not worried that you should come under my roof. I need you to, you can heal him from right where you are. And in the same way, this Greek lady, this Grecian, her daughter was made whole. Verse number 30, when she was come to her house, she found the devil had gone out and her daughter laid upon the bed. Now, tomorrow on the broadcast, we're going to look at a man who was a deaf and had an impediment in his speech. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. But I'm going to ask you, if you would, sometimes we, I won't say we don't ask for too much, but we think what we want is too big for God. We, we go to the other extreme. We don't ask for things we don't need. We don't ask at all because we think, I don't know if God can help me with this. When you don't realize that the God of eternity spoke the world into existence and the entire universe, for him to help you is as nothing. He is omnipotent. There is no limit to his power. For him to help you, they're just, just crumbs. Friend, what it would be, what a, what a joy it would be to just be a dog sitting under the master's table, getting the little scraps here and there, a little treat here and there. Though you realize, of course, that if you are saved, if you're born again, if you know Christ is your savior, then you're not a dog under the table. You are one of his children. I've talked in previous days about the king's table, and maybe I'll expound upon that. I don't think I've preached that message on the broadcast. Maybe I will one day. You realize the joys that come with the table. You realize the privileges that come with the table. I'd ask your friend, don't miss out on what God, this is not a health, wealth, and prosperity gospel preaching. This is just, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm praying that you notice how good he is. And how you are one of his children. But maybe you're listening right now and you say, I'm not one of his children. I don't know Christ is my Savior. I, I, I am a dog. I'm a dog outside. I've been thrown outside. I, I, I don't know the Lord. You can accept his free gift of salvation today. I've realized I've left too little of a time to explain salvation in full. But let me just tell you this. Jesus Christ died for you. You know why he died? Because we're all sinners. You and I, we don't deserve, we cannot attain heaven on our own. Because of our sin, we have to spend an eternity in hell, but Jesus Christ paid the debt. And if you want to be a child of his, you just must accept that free gift. Maybe you have questions. I'd love to speak to you. You're tired of being out in the cold. You want to come to the Father's house. Text me if you would. I'd love to hear from you. 309 
309-316-7240. Again, that's 309-316-7240. My prayer as always is that you have a great day for his glory. Tomorrow on the broadcast, I'm planning on speaking to my good friend and compatriot, Brother Matt Pearson. He's going to be on the broadcast with me talking about some things that he's talked to some of you about over the phone or partner connection calls. I'm excited to welcome him in one more time. If you have a question, a comment, a critique, or concern, the announcer will be on in just a moment with all of our contact information. We would love to hear from you. My prayer is always, as I've said many a time before, is that you have a great day for his glory. Sincerely, have a great day for his glory glory and God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130 Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.